BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. I'm Tanya Sam, and today our guest is a serial entrepreneur, NFT crypto enthusiast, and collector, one of the world's most outspoken thought leaders in the financial and mental health space. Welcome, 19 Keys, to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you all having me on your platform. Well, we're really excited to have you on the platform at Money Moves. We're all about helping people in our community think about creating generational wealth, think about improving their financial situation. So to have a guest like yourself that has been so passionate about educating so many on financial literacy, it's really great to have you here. So we appreciate your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Keys, can you tell us, for those of us in the Money Moves audience who may not have heard about you before, I know you have a huge following on social media. Tell us how you got your start really becoming a thought leader in this area. Um, Well, specifically in the financial literacy space, um, I just found it important um, growing up without it in my household, but always taught about economic empowerment. You know, growing up Muslim, we were taught from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's blueprint um, to do for self, right? And taught about financial liberation, but didn't really have the details to put it together. You know, so I found it important as I was going and growing upon my journey as an entrepreneur, you understand me, and stepping out over there to manage my own money and the assets that I have, I had to learn within that space. 
And it became increasingly more important as I became a thought leader on the social sites, yep. right? And become more influential. You know, I always believe that is 81% mindset, 19% skill set. You understand me? So, you know, without the right mindset, you won't be able to develop the right skill sets. And what I learned is that even as I'm teaching the mindset, I had to get to the skill set part. And the financial literacy was the skill set part. And a lot of people, you know, uh, right now there was an article that came out about how there's a lot of jobs out there, but they're under hiring black men. Yeah. Right. So I wanted to make sure that we always have a real applicable solution that we can go towards, which was finding strategies that we can utilize. And, and also this 2053 report is something that I go to war with as well. When we're talking about the fact that they say black people have zero percent assets. Mm-hmm. So I once we get the education, the education will lead us to the wealth and the wealth leads us to the power. I love that because I, we all know like wealth is power, but I think, you know, something I love to hear black men talk about is mindset because there's so much power in the mindset. And oftentimes I think, you know, when we look back generationally, you know, our parents had a different life than we have now. So we do, we try to improve upon, you know, the legacies that they left us and maybe some of the lessons that they didn't teach us. So, you know, you are really big on mindset and especially especially in the black community. Talk about your thoughts on how we can sort of change our mindset to understand that like generational wealth is ours. It is our birthright. It is our abundance. Let's speak on that a bit. Well, you know, when we talk generational wealth, we have to get to um, family order, right? And family structure and how to put together that family structure. So we actually have wealth to pass down. So that mindset goes towards, I look at, you know, the most powerful groups in the world are families, right? When we utilize in Hennessy or we utilize in Colgate, we utilize in Walmart, any of these places, these are last names for white families that run the world. You understand me? Literally. So if I'm looking at blueprints Mm -hmm. on how we can structure ourselves to go get power, then we have to put family back in order. So when we talk about wealth, wealth, generational wealth, particularly rather than just lifetime wealth, you understand me? Wealth that can be passed down that exceeds one lifetime and can be passed throughout trust and estates. Then we have to really get to the mindset of thinking long term. And we have a very survivalist mindset within our community. We don't yep. build from our imagination. We yeah. look around for the lack and our resources and we think this is all that can happen. Yeah. And so it's really getting us to start thinking long term. And as I was studying uh, black psychology, and which is different than, you know, white psychology, because the Freudian models are not models that we can utilize to measure our spirit and our mind because they don't add the spiritual aspect into their mental measurement. You understand me? So that particular study had me thinking that our cultural norms and values uh, when it comes to our black American mind and then our Eurocentric mind has to be understood. Right. So the, the Eurocentric mind is going to be that ambition. Right. That where we want our material things that we want to possess. Right. That American dream. But that black dream is something different. That black dream was the first dream that mattered in this country because the first dream we ever wanted to have in this country was freedom. Yeah. And so I talk about that. We always talk about specifically in our community. We celebrate death more than life. You understand me? All of the movements that we can go look at. Uh, 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 the marches, the protests and things of that nature rally around black death rather than black life. You understand me? I can get more love in death than life never right. made sense to me. Right. So that can weigh on a person's mental consciousness as well. You understand me? That you ignore me in the street, but if I'm laying down in the street, then all You'll of a sudden- You'll come and pay respect to me. Yeah. 
So, you know, as a young black male, you understand me, um, that, you know, teaches other men how to become men, you understand me, and to tap into those masculine traits. When you go early back into slavery time, there's documentation that talks about making a slave. And then they talk about how the masculine ones were the hardest ones to Mm -hmm. break and become slaves Mm -hmm. because that masculine energy is going to make you want power. Right. Right. The power to do for self, to manage yourself. It is that alpha energy that, you know, was the hardest to break. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's the one in society that is no longer dominant anymore. And, you know, we kind of roll over and we accept things and we wait for everybody else to plan our future for us. So getting back into the full restoration of who we are sets us back into our natural order. And then once we get there, we want to be leaders and providers and yeah. protectors yeah. and take on those attributes of masculine energy. Wow, I love that, you know, because we have to really pay attention to our history, how this country was built to really understand how that we can properly move forward. So I appreciate that strong words there. Um, as we talk about sort of moving forward, I know you were super passionate about and into this web world of Web3. And I think, you know, for me, I'm really passionate. I've worked for the past 10 years in startup and technology. I feel like I have been trying to help women, in particular women of color, you know, fight these abysmal statistics about how much, how little venture capital they've had. And so, you know, when the Web3 world came around, I was like, I'm not going to do this. So it's 10 years down the line and we're working backwards to help um, women understand, you know, take a little seat at the table. So I've been working really hard to really make sure that we're educating black people, women of color about Web3 and the, and the opportunities there, especially in cryptocurrencies and NFT. And I understand this is also something that you are super passionate about. So I'd like to start off by congratulating you. I understand you just launched a project. Yes, I have. Crowns. Yeah. Society. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Crowns. It's uh, a big deal. <laughs> so the Crown Society, uh, Crowns is something that I've been doing for a long time. So the Crowns are something like you see with on my head. So I designed these and um, they have a representation of universal consciousness. You understand me? The wear that a person wears that is a representation that you know yourself, you know who you are. You understand me? And you represent your rulership here in this universe. And so, you know, I've always sold physical crowns, right? For like the last five years, I've sold crowns up to like $1,000 to like $25, different varieties based on different fabrics and things of that nature and design. And so the way I look at NFTs, I can look at it multidimensional, right? There's an aspect where the layman can just get in. And I always tell people, if you have Mm -hmm. a product and you got market viability already and people are already buying it, you already have a community and a customer base that will buy your NFTs. It's just a matter of changing the way in which they purchase it. Yep. Right. And, you know, verifying that purchase on the blockchain in this form of this non-fungible token. I think it gets really simple. But then there's other creative use cases and ways that you can go about adding it to your business strategy and your business model. So I decided to, you know, tokenize my community to where everybody who now is a part of Crown Society that wears a crown, right, can be linked to Crown Society in the way of having these NFTs, which can double as tickets, get access to Discord, get access to courses and things of that nature. So you're really a society member and that allows us to function and share some of the same information and have some of the same mindset as well. And I mean, I love this because I think you've really like hit it on the nose, the opportunity that's out here for creators, people who have an audience or maybe even, you know, artists, the 
I just feel like the possibilities are endless. And I love the way you've also likened it to, you know, because I think one of the things with NFTs is people, it's hard for them to wrap their head around this digital asset. Yeah. And so like your way of entering, like, hey, I've already been making crowns. Now I'm making this crowns that are almost like a ticket, a token, so that you can be part of this community. And when we first started, I talked about, wow, you've got this huge following on social media. They're coming to you for so many different things, the fashion of your crowns, the education. Yeah. And so you are like a perfect example of how someone can optimize what NFTs and cryptocurrencies and like the metaverse do. Absolutely. I mean, I just seen uh, what Kanye did. He went direct to community with his um, new album that he has coming out, yeah. right? For the Donda player. And so, or the STEM player, rather. And, you know, he said that he wanted to focus on making real products. But at the same time, he could even utilize NFTs for a more advanced business model. Yeah. You know, me to really connect them with everybody. But did you see and, last week, like two weeks ago, he said, made some tweet, like, don't ask me about NFTs. I'm not yeah. into that. And then now he... <laughs> ask me later. Right. You understand me? Uh, which I think is just the fact that he likes to, 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 to be the first on things. And I feel like if he's not the first, then he's going to find another way to be the first at something else. Yeah. And I really think it's that simple with Kanye West. Like, if he get into NFTs and it's not his thing, it's something that he's getting into. Yeah. And me, because the the simple value of it is easy to be able to see, especially if you have a large following in community. And if you will go to war with Apple and Spotify and things of that nature, blockchain technology is the best way to go to war with them. Because Absolutely. it's decentralized and you can centralize your audiences and community and have more control over it. Absolutely. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Um, so tell us about launching an NFT. I know it's not easy, and you know I feel like, in a, in, especially in communities of color, the opportunity to participate in this as number one, owning your own digital assets. So you know you're known for your crowns, and this is an example of how you're like, hey, I'm going to own these digital assets that I can now put on the blockchain and use smart contracts to sort of control the royalties from them. Talk about how the process was of being like, hey, I am going to create this piece of art on the blockchain. How did you find someone to help you do that? Um, how long did it take? Well, I first sold my first NFT probably over a year ago. I sold the first one for $16,000. Um, and it was uh, my crown's coin. Um, and so that was the first one I sold. And it's simply, you know, I'm a visionary, so I always live in the future before the things happen, right? Yeah. Um, I was the one that really sounded the alarm and I record you to really teach people about NFTs before the big boom and all the news came about. And I did a real predictive episode with EYL on Market Mondays where we talked about the industry, what would happen and everything just about to a T happened. And a lot of people utilize that for their business model and strategies. Right. Um, and then years ago, I had taught mobilization and that was basically just teaching people what was the wave to come. Right. Mm -hmm. And so NFTs play perfectly into that model of what my thesis was for the future based on how everything was happening, right? The shifts, the cycles, the pattern of society. And so I was already gathering artists early on. You understand me? I was finding artists because I knew that, you know, the artist price will go up. Right. So I wanted to make sure I had me artists that I can work with. And so luckily I do have a large network. You understand me? Some dope artists reached out and then I reached out to some artists that understood my vision. We collaborated. And then, of course, I want to taste test everything first before I can teach it, before I continue to talk about it. Yeah, I have to I have, have to try it. method and model. Right. Exactly. And so that first one that I sold, though, was really supposed to go higher. But I, I put the bid price at a buy price on accident. So I want. Oh. So you get. First NFT, but first person seen it, they bought it. Now it's theirs. Right. And the beauty of that is I can decide to add value at any point in time that I want to. Yep. Right. Um, shout out to Natural 305. That's her handle. You understand me? The the, the black woman who bought my first. Oh, wow. NFT. See that? And I mean, that just speaks to the whole community. You know who Hard bought time. your. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. You, you can't forget something like that. And then, of course, I wanted to. My second thing that I did was I simply started selling access to my course. My bro Slice woke my game up with this. He said, listen, if you think of crypto as a currency, right, when was the last time you went out and bought money? No, we go out and earn money. So now we got to go out and earn cryptocurrency. Yep. So it really just was a simple model to me. Like, OK, I knew that the blockchain would be mass adopted when there was a creative use case for it, that everybody can use it for it. NFT so far is the best use case, I believe, on a mass level where it allows more people to get in, engage and build wealth in it. Besides, of course, trading cryptocurrency itself. And so when NFTs came, it only made sense that, hell, yeah, I'm going to jump in here. I've seen a lot of people 
run off and make millions with yep. these things, right? And I plan on doing the same thing. We already, you know, made six figures with it. We plan on doing seven. You understand me? And we got a lot of dope projects that I can't announce yet. That's on the way. That's going to be massive uh, for the culture. And, you know, I just decided to grab my art. And I'm still dropping them because I like to do things organically. I built up my following organically. Yeah. You know, no shade to anybody who does like lifestyle branding or pay ads. But that's not what I do. You understand me? All my energy is raw and authentic. And if the people tap in, they tap in. It's the same thing with my project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You want to know crown lock in with me if you want to be around like-minded godliness that's 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 all i'm selling you understand me yeah. you want to be around like-minded godliness tap in over here to to uh the spooks and the black messiahs oh i love it all right okay so tell me you mentioned earn your leisure and we've we're big fans of the gentlemen that run earn your leisure troy and rashad tell me um what you guys are cooking up in the kitchen because i've heard a little birdie say that you guys are collaborating on some things yeah, so we just announced our partnership to do my 19 Keys High Level Conversation Show, um, where I really dive in deep and we go into different subjects with different credible, powerful people. Sometimes it might just be myself because I can really talk. You know? <laughs> um, so sometimes it's just me. And then sometimes I have very powerful, amazing guests. I think the first show um, it's probably going to be a guest named Keenan Beasley. He's a, a VC. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, definitely a friend yeah. of the show. And I was able to really push him to have a higher level of conversation that he's probably not used to having on a platform. Yeah. And that's really the point because we have too many shallow, low level conversations in our culture that's distracting and it's time for us to raise that vibration. Oh, well, thank you so much. I feel like you've elevated the very vibration of our show just by being here. So 19 Keys, thank you so much. Can you share with us before you leave where our Money Movers audience can, number one, find your NFT collection, number two, find you on social media, and number three, where they can look for your new show? So number one, you can find my new show at Earn Your Leisure. So if you go follow them and uh, they network on their podcast, we will be premiering soon. I'll let um, the network drop everything on that, but it's going to be most powerful no no disrespect to anybody shows us out there but you understand me when big guy energy do something we go do it for real yes everybody don't know how to speak truth to power everybody not free enough to say what they want to it ain't no white man in my pocket that paid me no sport no 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 uh no corporate sponsorship or none of that so i'm free enough to say what i want to think what i want to do what i want and that's gonna be the difference in what we do over here Amazing. right and at the same time the NFTs go to Rarible, type in crowned, my collection should pop up, or you can just text 323-577-6692, text NFT, you understand me, and we'll tap you in. Perfect. There you have it. Thank you so much, 19 Keys. All right, Money Movers, we appreciate you, and just thank you so much for doing so much for so many in our community. Likewise, likewise. I appreciate Greenwood as well as a Black bank. I always think everybody should bank Black. Tap in. Thank you. All right, Money Movers, that's all the time we have for today. But thank you so much for tuning in and make sure you follow 19 Keys on all his social media platforms or text him. Text him. Super easy. And if we helped you make your money move, please make sure to help us out by sharing a like, sharing the knowledge and or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. 
Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free at-